GGP Resurrection, the gaming podcast where we talk about this week. Now we're done it. This week in gaming news. Uh, but first, we talk about what games we've been playing, news, final thoughts, and we're done. I'm your host, Joseph Burchette, and with me, as always, I have Lionel. For the duration of this show, I would like you all to refer to me as Geese Howard. Mm-hmm. And we have Mike. Hi. <laughs> it's kind of tailed off there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay. So first, what we've all been plans. Lionel, what do you got for us? So I uh, beat, kind of, I got one of the endings of from uh, Aria of Sorrow and didn't feel like going through <laughs> and doing the stuff to get the... Uh, all the endings, let alone the best one. Uh, decided to work backwards through the GBA games, so right now I'm playing Harmony of Dissonance. These are Castlevania games. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> and they're good. Oh, he's got the bug. <laughs> yeah. You are just going yeah, through them all, it, man. It gets me every couple of years or so. I think last time I got it, I started off playing Symphony of the Night and then ended up playing some Metroid games. Hmm. <laughs> All good stuff. Yeah. Super Metroids. They're all pretty good. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Harmony of Distance is a bit different in that you're playing as a proper Belmont. So you've got the whip and you've got the sub-items. But uh, this particular Belmont, Juiced, is also pretty skilled with magic. What you can do is uh, collect magic books throughout the castle. And when you activate the book... It turns your whatever your sub item is into a spell, and these are just like really big attack, kind of like attacks, kind of like the item crushes from uh, Rondo of Blood that Richter uses. It's uh, pretty good. Like I can I can really feel the improvements of of uh, Aria of Sorrow going backwards, as it controlled a bit more smoothly. Uh, this one controls pretty well. But uh, I can see how it got better. So after playing those, uh, would you have enjoyed the cartoon more that came on Netflix if they had followed one of the other storylines? Or are you still perfectly fine with the one that they were following? I think uh, following Castlevania 3 was the best call. It's the most popular overall. It has a pretty strong following amongst old school Castlevania fans and new ones. It's got a lot more characters. The uh, castles in these mm. games are pretty small, so making a show about them can be kind of tricky, whereas um, you've got a decent cast of characters in the case of three. Mm. And, you know, it kind of, it's uh, closer to that sort of, the the idea and spirit that is invoking people's mind when you mention Castlevania. Like, they could have done one based on Aria of Sorrow, which is in the future, and has a pretty good cast of characters, but you don't think guns and weird present-day elements when you think Castlevania. No, you don't. That's not what comes to mind for me. It's all medieval and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, vampires and Dracula. I feel like just getting that thing made was, like, the first step to opening yeah. the door to doing all the rest of that stuff. Yeah, let's hope. It's kind of how I feel about, like, I was saying I w- hope he would do Metal Gear or something. Um, and for better 
for worse when the Metal Gear movie comes out. It like opens the gate, like whatever story they tell to like tell every because people will be interested and then they'll want to see every other story. Yeah. Hmm. For sure. Um, Mike, how about you? What you been playing? Um, not much. I went on a trip to Southern California, so I brought my PSP along, um, and I thought that I would play some Final Fantasy VIII, but I didn't. Mostly I played a, played a little bit of Luminous, which I forgot how kind of fun and like therapeutic that game could be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, played mostly uh, Tekken 6 on the PSP. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know, it's... It's just something you can pick up and, and play. It's actually kind of perfect for like mobile because it's very pick up and play. It comes from it's you know has roots in arcade games where you just throw quarters down and just play a few rounds. But um, yeah, playing that is just making me realize like <laughs> the, the farther and farther I I basically I just I regret buying Tekken Seven uh, oh. straight oh. out of the straight out of the gate like that like it was fine to go at like there's no telling if it's actually gonna get better um and yeah i mean there's we have news about it farther down the line that's like maybe exciting to some people but like not really to me um we could talk about that when we get there but yeah um i want to say since street fighter they haven't really been releasing the fighting games properly. It's like, okay, we can release a partial thing and add everything else in later. Yeah, it just feels like Tekken was always a step above that. Like, even Tekken 6, on, like it's, it's just this massive thing on PSP. It's like a, a full mm-hmm. Tekken experience. Like, you have customization, you have the ghost mode. You have a campaign. Um, uh, no campaign, but there's the arcade mode where you unlock the the endings, because it's the PSP version. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the the console. Yeah, but I mean, it's still like it's on par with like the console release of like Tekken Five. Um, I don't think it has any mini games, but it's like, you know, everything's there, and Tekken Seven feels like less than what the PSP version of Tekken. Six is mm-hmm. like it, it has less characters. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I was and and you know I was like, the moment that it hit it for me was when I was like, oh yeah, that's right, I can play as Lay now because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've gone back one, one game. That one really <laughs> hurt you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's like one of my mains and one of my favorite characters. Like I love Lay. Yeah. He's like incredibly satisfying to play um yeah, it'd be like getting a new game and not being able to play as steve for me yeah um so yeah um tekken tekken 6 well i guess just if i'm gonna not compare it to 7 it's like a really good <laughs> psp game it's basically they put tekken 5 on uh the psp first and that was a, a really like solid port. Um, 
But uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's a full Tekken game, um, and it's kind of not really a cop out, but it, it you could tell it is just like the same exact engine that they used for Dark Resurrection Tekken Five on PSP, and they kind of coated it with a Tekken Six coat of paint, you know, added new characters, but it's still really solid, um, and much like Seven is really solid, but um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm curious. I've been noticing a lot, a lot of the games I've been seeing on the PlayStation 4, and just that they've been offering a lot of season passes and you know stuff like that in order to get lots of upcoming content. And all the games seem to be following that trend. With Tekken 7, I know you have on the PC, but is it are they offering you stuff like that? Because maybe that's the trend they want to go with fighting games from here on out. They just want to kind of give you bare bones and then over the, <laughs> the next couple of years, just kind of slowly. I can tell you why they release do things. that. Uh, Capcom did it with uh, Street Fighter V. Um, so what happens with a lot of these games is they're in the arcades long before they get the console release. And the arcade is basically used as kind of like a, R&D type thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a step beyond the beta test. This way they can actually start making money off of the thing. Test it with real consumers. And, you know, just, just get, I guess, more accurate data. Uh, what, but that's that can be pretty costly since you got to manufacture the machines and then get it out in all of those places. Um, what they tried to do with Street Fighter V is, you know not do that and instead put that process online with that early release of the game. So you save a lot of money, you still get a lot of the free testing, but you release like half or a quarter of a game. And Fighter Five they they charge, you know, full game price for it. That seems kinda not good. It but. makes sense business-wise. Um, I can't argue with the money. It's definitely not what I want. And doesn't sound like that's what Mike wants either. Yeah, at yeah. least from with Tekken yeah. Six has a lot more content. Mm. I don't know if it has yeah. a. Well, I guess it does simply because it has more characters. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just it's just weird because you can make the argument that Tekken. Tag Two had so many characters because it's like you know the dream matchup, mm-hmm. but but they still made a significant step down from Tekken Six. Mm. Well, yeah, they had to add a good chunk of the characters in later with Tag also, though. Those felt like proper DLC versus here's a quarter of the game. I guess I did finally own that game like a year after it came out. Mm. So it's sounding like with Tekken Seven. It's really just a content issue for you, not the the, the actual gameplays. No, the game the gameplay is pretty smooth. Um, I there's a I mean I haven't really noticed much in the way of moveset changes. Um, there's a, a few. They've done some nerfing for a seven, which I've actually noticed is a, is probably good. Going back to a six. Because I'm there's just juggles that go on for far too long, um, and I can and and there's some that aren't really possible anymore in seven, which is probably a good thing. Uh, uh, there's also Paul's 
super punch still broken as fuck? I don't know. I honestly haven't played enough of it. I'm looking at it from the offensive side. So, like, Lee kind of, it feels like some of his momentum is lost a little bit, mm-hmm. which is probably good. Uh, Wunakazi is part of one of his two punch combos is different and it doesn't lead into the same like chains anymore mm-hmm. um and like martial law he's just i want him to be forest law from tech and tag 2 that was like my favorite version of law to play ever mm-hmm. mm. but uh his oh, juggles aren't as powerful like he people fall to the ground much faster so you can't keep that momentum going Well, hopefully in the next couple of months, things will. More announcements will come. We'll see. I don't know. They haven't announced anything. Well, they have, but, but we'll get uh, to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get. Nothing to huge. Nothing well, really huge. Well, okay. we're da- why don't we just jump straight into that one since we're basically <laughs> yeah. here already? <laughs> we just, yeah. Well, um, no, so, we still got to see what Joe's playing. I uh, really have playing anything it's uh the only thing i've been playing if you want to call it playing is i had a dream i was in super mario world and i <laughs> ate some mushrooms and then jumped on a turtle and stabbed princess peach that's a pretty much all i got Whoa. On that one. <laughs> you yeah. stabbed her yeah nice. a couple times damn i i don't Why'd i don't see i don't know i didn't really see what i had in my hand when i was stabbing her with it's just bowser was in the back watching i was just Stabbing her for some reason. It was a very oh. weird dream. Did, did you work for I, Bowser? I don't know. All I know is I have the cape. I have the cape on. <laughs> you had yeah. the cape. You took the yellow hair. cape. Yeah, and, and, cool. and, and you jumped on some turtles. Yeah. So are you, yeah. are you are you like a rogue element? Because like the turtles <laughs> are like Bowser's people. I don't know, man. Like All I know Mars. is. You're like Mario's gray fox. <laughs> I've been waiting I'm, for this pain, Mario. He goes, uh, Mario uh, I'm like you. I eat mushrooms. It's kind of strange, too, because I was the, the, the night before, the night before yesterday, I was uh, thinking about Super Mario RPG. So I don't know how it led to that. So that was. Hmm, I have weird dreams. Anyway, I didn't play any games. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just jump into that fighting game story, which was it? Yeah, yeah, it was so uh, the geese. They, geese Howard one. Yeah, they announced him. I he guess he's from Fatal Fury, uh, which I didn't play much of. I think I rented it a few times back in the day, but um, he's just looks like a white guy to me. So he oh, he's more than a white guy, sir. He didn't stick in my brain. Um. Oh. So like, yeah, that's. I you guess this is cool for like people who know who he is and stuff. Yes. It um, is. I'm like really glad that I didn't spend like the extra twenty dollars, or with a discount, I would have spent like an extra ten or something to get the season pass to get more characters because I'm never gonna use this guy. But I will say that I do really like that we've kind of entered this weird era where it's like it's really commonplace for fighters from 
certain games that just show up in other companies fighting games like I remember the first time I, I really thought like that was really cool it was in DOA 5 Ultimate when the it had virtual fighter characters in it mm-hmm. they also have a King of Fighters character in there mm. but uh yeah so it's cool to see that like that's a thing um I'm kind of for me. It's kind of like well, that's one out of two, so it's kind of a dice roll to if I'm going to care about the other character that's released, which makes me wish that they were going to announce more because you know there's lots of people from other fighting games I'd like to see in Tekken, but I just, I don't know who this guy is. Well, I do. So um, you guys let me know when I'm ben, when I'm cool to vent, not vent, but fanboy out. <laughs> Before you, before you do, I just had one question with these. Some not like super into fighting games like you guys are. When they introduce these characters from other games, do they deeply integrate them into that game's story, or are they just kind of like a guest character? How does normally, that usually work? Normally they don't, but in the case of Akuma, they actually gave him a place within the within the story. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I kind of enjoyed that little slice. He likes to factors into the plot, which is sort of weird, but he oddly fits. Yeah. Um, and they sort of did that um, with uh, DOA too, like the Virtual Fighter characters had. Oh yeah, when they introduced stories. Akira, they had him interacting with the other character that uses the same style as him. All right, Lionel, break it down for us. Right. Why should we care well, about this guy? Well, in um, regards to what uh, you were asking about characters like being integrated into the game story, I really hope they do something with Geese, because um, Geese is effectively an American Heihachi. He's a character mm. driven strongly by ambition and a desire for power, strengthening himself and you know, becoming uh, varying degrees of ruthless to that end, in spite of that, still holding on to some idea of honor and fair play, in that he will he will try and screw you over and take what you have, but he'll always do so directly. Um, also, like uh, Heihachi, he's a terrible father, with a neglected son mm-hmm. who is a total badass. Um He's just a very good rival for Heihachi and like a really deep character in his own right to the degree that um, Mike, much like how you've contemplated writing a movie about Heihachi, I've uh, played with the idea of making something about geese. <laughs> geese, hmm. the name. It's just a very similar character, yet East Howard. It's a strange name and probably speaks to the fact that he was created by Japanese people. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a Japanese-American name. Yeah, and he's got a lot of Japanese elements. He's he's actually, the character himself is actually kind of a weeb. Mm. Yeah, it seems like he was actually wearing the uh, old man diaper butt's pants. Yeah, like he had the yeah same... he's got the samurai pants. Mm-hmm. He's actually got kind of like the weird coat, too, but it's always kind of hanging down. Because uh, mm. one of his like uh, sort of like intros is him kind of like pushing his arm out like you know getting ready to fight hmm. so what is his fighting style what what is what is even um it's a combination of a style unique to fatal fury that the main character also uses but also includes aspects of aikido which is meant mm-hmm. to be where his uh, counters and throws come from 
I see. Like those East Howard. That block a move and throw you, or that other one where he throws you into the air stupidly high. Um, what else was I going to say about it? So, where did uh, Fatal Fury come out of? Is that a Capcom property? No, it's a SNK. That's why this crossover is kind of a huge deal. Since, you know, okay. we already know that uh, Capcom and Namco have a pretty good working relationship. However, um, yeah, I don't think anything was known about Namco working with SNK. And um, you got a little bit of that with uh, DOA when uh, Mai Shiranui, who's a ninja character. And yeah. They, they've done a good job picking which characters to put in here, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Akuma's a pretty good pick he's there he's kind of he represents like you know the kind of classic street fighter move set mm-hmm. without being uh, you know he's not like it's not like putting Fei long in a game that already has law mm-hmm. he's pretty unique but uh, i demon element fits well with the devil gene aspect yeah yeah it's in his stage is pretty cool mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm like pretty curious like i'm i'm glad that's not just another capcom character i'm like really curious who the next person is gonna be yeah i'm kind of pumped for it because like geese really got me psyched mm-hmm. like, i think i was talking with someone else on uh not skype uh discord and our conversation completely stopped and once i saw geese on screen i just started screaming <laughs> It's like, oh, shit, they did it. Oh, crap, he's in Tekken. Hmm. Oh, you, you really are pumped for this. You like him a lot. Um, he's, he's just a really so, cool, like, villain. He's like a boss I kind of look forward to fighting. Um, hmm. He's also, much like other Fatal Fury characters, known for having hilarious English. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's it had over close to a million views hmm. for that the YouTube video of him, so it must so be a big deal. Does Fatal Fury use like a? Does it use like the meter system, kind of like Akuma for specials? I think I think that's how they're going to work with Geese, since he seems to have more than one big move. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he'll probably use the meter for like the projectiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I I think I mentioned it before. Somebody said that. Um, people had looked into the, the the code and they could kind of they they knew that a character was going to be similar to Akuma and have a meter like one of them and then I forget what they said about the other one but um, I don't think there was much so the other one didn't have a meter so maybe it'll be someone from a 3D fighter possibly uh, hmm. who would you like to see I don't know um. That's like a good question. I feel like someone from Virtua Fighter, but I feel like the characters that I would want to see are already like too similar. Mm-hmm. Like Jackie or Sarah and Akira. There's already kind of characters that are like that in Tekken. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I don't know, but I feel like none of it, again, with DOA, like Fei Long, and like, I, I don't know, everybody kind of has an analog already. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to say if you're going to go DOA, you want to go with the big gun and put in uh, fucking Ryu Hayabusa, the ninja. Mm. Yeah, 
Oh, a lot of people have been saying uh, actually Ryo Hazuki, but I guess Ooh. he's not. Oh, that not would be re- so raw. Yeah, he's not really from a fighting game, but I would love to play as Ryo. Well, well, <laughs> in um, Shin Mu started off as a Akira based game. Yeah, they the, share some of the same moves, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's too much of a stretch. And that would yeah. be so tight. I, I would like that. But then, like, <laughs> I already made a like you can at least in Tekken Tag, I made a pretty good Rio out of both Kazuya and Gene. And he actually kind of fights like Gene a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, it'd be crazy to see like a Mortal Kombat character in there, like. Bah. That would be weird. They'd probably go with like Scorpion or Sub Zero, but I'd kind of like a more maybe a more out there, not a more out there character, just not one of the ninjas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Johnny Cage. Uh, Johnny Cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How would you guys feel about having Soul Calibur characters? Was that too far? That wouldn't be no. That wouldn't be much of a stretch at all. Um, yeah, that's Yoshi that's too Mitsu, close. Yoshimitsu is yeah. a character in both games. Yeah, he's already in there. <laughs> but if they were gonna do it, what Soul Calibur character? Because mm. you don't want Reach to become too much of a problem there. Yeah. Well, Maybe. I would say Maxi. Yeah, Maxi would be perfect. Yeah, but you already have Law. Yeah, but Maxi's got nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and you know you can play with that whole like the weird momentum game <laughs> with Maxi. What if it's straight up they just announce it and it's Voldo? <laughs> because you asked for it. Oh god. Voldo. <laughs> uh, fine, I guess. <laughs> I, I'd be so critical of a fellow S and M freak, but we brought uh, him back. Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, no man. one would expect it. Maybe um, if we're talking about Soul Calibur's crossover games, they can put Ezio in there. Uh, or Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yoda was in there. I don't know. Because I feel like they it's already, they got two people from 2D. So they got, it's got to be someone from a yeah, 3D. you got to get some 3D, 3D love in there. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Well, since we're already kind of talking about fighting games and Evo had just happened over the weekend, I believe. We have one more story in here. Evo related. Uh, So, Arika, yes. Arika's Castle. That's that's (laughs) not anything like that. Uh, So, I guess this, this game is being. I guess originally it was a joke, an April Fool's joke, was, uh, and then. Well, it was an April Fool's joke, a trailer for that game. But I think at the end of the mm-hmm. trailer, they're like, "Yeah, we're not kidding." Yeah, this is happening, and it's uh, it's made by the team behind Street Fighter EX, and yeah. they're saying it's gonna. It's okay. So is the EX series like an entirely different set of fighting games associated um, with Street Fighter? Like yeah. what is? So it was a. Um, I guess. Is that the three D one? Yeah, it's the three D one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, weird. So it was, I think it was an instance where Capcom like brought in another company to make a 3D Street Fighter game, and uh, um, one of the thing, two things really stand out with it. With it, one was original music, which was amazing. Whatever Arika's uh, house band is, they're like fucking on point. Uh, the other were uh, the original, the characters who were original to Street Fighter EX. 
And they created so many of them that when Arika and Capcom parted, uh, they had enough characters to make their own fighting game. So they took <laughs> those characters and made yeah. a game called Fighting Lair, which uh, saw some success, but uh, you didn't really hear from Arika after that. And you had a lot of people like clamoring, maybe not even necessarily for an Arika game itself as much as some of those uh, original characters they created. So that's why like fighting game fans were super pumped when that trailer got released, and they're like, "No, we're not kidding. We're making a game." Yeah. And uh, mm. what got released, what was shown during Evo, which by the way, Evo was like a character release cold war. Every game was showing new shit. Uh, <laughs> two characters. One, uh, I'll start with the less famous one. A guy named uh, Duran Meister. He's like a Indian wrestler. <laughs> He's basically like Indian Zangief with uh, very different moves. It's like a slightly different take on pro wrestling. Uh, the other, who, who was like one of the characters, people were like, screaming and begging to have put in uh, Street Fighter V. It's a guy called Skullomania. <laughs> Let me just say, <laughs> this guy looks ridiculous. Skullomania is my boy. <laughs> He's yeah, crazy. What? He looks nuts. He's hmm. a very comical take on Kamen Rider. Uh, okay. characters, the character's backstory is that he was a salary man looking for a way to get in good with his bosses. <laughs> and uh, one of the jobs they offered him was dressing up as this... Uh, toku character and working in a theme park and uh fucking zebra man style once he put on that costume something inside of him woke up <laughs> and he decided <laughs> no i'm gonna be skullamania for real whoa okay mm. that's good i like that yeah that's i'm fun. looking at the uh, gameplay for this and it kind of looks like what i would have wanted from like you know when street fighter four made that jump to 3d like mm-hmm this looks more in line of like the pace and kind of it just looks it looks like it it moves like a 2d fighter mm-hmm. yeah it looks uh, fun yeah i'm actually pretty interested in this it, it looks good it looks really polished mm-hmm. they released yeah. a bit more during evo about the uh meter system i don't remember a lot of it off the top of my head but um it's kind of like the meter itself is broken into five sections and builds up over time, uh, with an emphasis being uh, that you've got to have a long-term strategy versus a reactive one over the course of these games, or over the course of a match, I should say. Mm, it's different. Yeah, it's looking pretty cool. Um, I mm. think of all the like character announcements... This and Geese were my favorite, though. Um, props to SF5 for bringing in another Final Fight character. I just wish it were Hugo. Who did they bring in? It's uh, one of the bosses from Final Fight. It's a giant motherfucker named Abigail. And yeah, we had it. Probably the biggest like on-screen character in that whole game. He's like the size of two characters. Jesus. That's mighty big. Oh, man. So, Evo, I was just watching some some, some of the videos, just seeing all the, the, the pictures of the event, and wow, it's getting huge. It's getting really, really big. And I mean, it's, it gets there was like one... Each year. 
Yeah, there was one screenshot where I guess they're in a big stadium and there was some fighting game playing up in the on the TV screen. Just the room was packed, like maybe what seemed like a thousand. People. It was. It's just. It's getting crazy how popular yeah, esports are the, and fighting the, games. That might have been from the top eight of Street Fighter. Yeah, I think I saw like so, the last match of that. It was jumper cables. We gotta go and compete in Tekken someday. Yeah, no, it's on my Ooh. bucket list to go to at least one <laughs> Evo before I die. Yeah, if you're, if you're if like if you're down, like we can do like a, I don't know whatever amount of time you want to put into it, just like a serious business training <laughs> camp right before Evo. <laughs> Document. Yeah, I want to go. I want to. I, I that's on my bucket list is to enter a Tekken tournament. Mm-hmm. Just to see how I would do. Yeah. How do you think you would do? I'm kind of curious. Do you get like enough training? Depends on how many places there are. I don't think I would come in last. Uh, I feel like I would end up somewhere in like the middle, bottom half, closer to the middle, Mm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or maybe lower, depending. I, well, it really depends because I don't know how many people are like, compete in yeah. tournament. Like how many people start off. Yeah, it depends on the tournament who shows up. Mm-hmm. What what game would you play, Lionel, if you were to enter into Evo and do all that nonsense? Um, I'd probably fare better in a 3D fighter. Um, I I I mean I do Tekken just because I could practice with mike regularly um i'd like to try virtual fighter because mm. really anything you put in front of me i'd play um i think i'd probably do best at tekken on the 3d side and um uh maybe a king of fighters game on the 2d end once I can get a hold, once I get something that can play King of Fighters 14, your guys are gonna like lose track of me for at least a month. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would actually like to go to Evo as well and play Smash Brothers because that game is huge there. Oh, yeah. In fact, it's I mean, it's really, community. really big. It, well, I mean, it's, I mean, one of the stories we're not gonna go into much detail of it, but they're actually but they played the finals. On the Disney, on the Disney Channel, for Smash Brothers, and so it was, it was a <laughs> yeah. huge, that's like crazy huge, thing. yeah. But it's um, I would get annihilated because those people are insanely hardcore with that game. I mean, those matches are just insane. So, but yeah, it would be nice to try it. Well, you know, I thought I was good, but then I started playing people who were actually good. And I found out I'm not good. Well, you, you were you you started playing people uh, closer to that pro level. Uh, it's uh, it's. I thought I knew how to use the characters really well, but then when I started I started playing someone who was actually like who played in tournaments and stuff, he beat me within like seconds. It was just like my whole life just. <laughs> Which it was crazy. Game was it? Was it melee? It was. was it's, it? it's melee. It's always the. Well, that's that the, was, like the. That was the thing. Is like as good as you were with Sheik, you hadn't even completely mastered uh, him, her, whatever. Well, one of the top the top characters is Star Fox and Link, and people when they know how to use those characters, I they will hate juggle. Link, like someone who knows how to use Link. Oh, 
I can't. Well, they will. Can't. Well, it's well, it's crazy because they'll do some like crazy ninja stuff and juggle you like way, way, way off of the platform, and then like see, yeah, well, it's just yeah, it's Link's crazy what they do. Because he's got like every kind of bombs and arrows. Yeah, yeah, but if you I was just trying well, to get in close enough to hit somebody playing Link once, and I was just like, oh, I give, I give. Uncle, yeah, some of watching some, of, and because the game moves so quickly, and it's and the the different maps have like obstacles, and the terrain is so different. It's just it makes for oh, it's just it's so much fun to watch. So even though I know I probably wouldn't even get close to placing any, like maybe even the top like thirty or forty or depending on the people where, where I would just love i would just love it to try and match at evo or just even watch the people play there and see like on the big screen oh god that'd be really fun no that's that's definitely a worthwhile trip because on top of uh the game stuff whether we're playing or just watching when when you know when the tournament's up there's still all of vegas yeah all that because i'm pretty sure evo takes place at the bellagio is that where? Is it in Vegas? I, I yeah, didn't know where it Vegas. was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just crash the place. So yeah, and after after we do that, we can go out and you know I'll, to the I'll, titty bar. I, well, hey. yeah, I mean, yeah, Mike, you can hit the titty bar. I'm gonna drink and gamble. Me and Joe will hit the titty bar. Well, yeah, I'll meet you guys there once I'm properly drunk. <laughs> drunk Lionel in a titty bar. I don't know. Oh no! Drunk Lionel is less crazy than sober Lionel. Is a drunk Lionel in the champagne room? Is that is that where he'd go? Uh, sure. That- I'm 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 fully aware that there's no sex <laughs> in that place. So. Oh uh, boy. Okay. Um. Well, we actually do have some gambling news as well. So, jump on that a little bit later too. Uh. Okay. So that's all the news out of Evo. We do have a few little quick VR stories here. I know we I always manage to put some stuff in there, but um, I like these. Uh, usually I've been trying to stay away from more VR stories, but I did like these. One from Niche Gamer called Mario Kart VR Looks Absolutely Ridiculous. And it does. So it's by Bandai Namco. Uh, I guess at one of their Shinjuku VR Zone event, I guess they're, they're using the HTC Vive headset to kind of show off the different games and that you can play and stuff. And there's also centers and locations in Japan where they're starting to set up where you can go in there and put on a headset and just play different games and stuff. And (laughs) if Mario Kart is one of those games, I will need to go to Japan. That is something I need in my life. (laughs) This looks looks, so amazing. This looks funny shit. I'm not going to lie. It looks so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. It looks... um. Well, we talked about, didn't we talk about like an AR Mario Kart or something recently? Like AR with, Mario, yeah. AR Sonic. It was Mario. Yeah, with like go-karts. Mario. This is probably the next best thing. Uh, <laughs> it looked, it definitely, I had a chance to actually play uh, that Mario Kart, which I guess is like the Wii U version just ported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty fun, you know, it's it's Mario Kart. But that just looks, that kind of puts the insanity really up close to your face you kind of realize everything that's happening like giant plants are trying to eat you and there's big anthropomorphic bricks trying to smash you it's it's yeah i'm hoping like watching the like the 90s movie yeah i'm hoping for more though like (laughs) i want the big chomp chomp chains coming at you 
Mm-hmm. I, I want to see like how shook somebody looks after you've hit them with the blue shell. <laughs> I mean, I like seeing the big like the the bullet guy flying overhead. Like maybe uh, you'll get some other weird stuff. Like you'll be playing and then you get to see like fucking uh, what was it Wario doing that crazy laugh as he rides by you. It looks fun as shit. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, and it's, but more importantly, what I like is that they're creating these really cool experiences, but they're setting them up in like centers that I hope will kind of bring back the arcade. But I guess I'm, you could call it the man. modern arcade or what I don't know what you call it. But I'm for it. That I want. I absolutely am for that. So like you can pay. <clears throat> Like $5 or I don't know how much it would be or a couple quarters. I don't think it's going to be a couple quarters, but if you just pay a small amount of money, go in there and for a, a period of time to put on the headset and there you go. The only thing I'm a little terrified about is pink eye because they got to clean these things. They, yeah. I mean, if they're just going to have yeah, headsets sitting yeah. around everywhere. If I got to do it, <laughs> I'll bring my own spray bottle. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, something I'm actually kind of legit worried about that if they're not cleaning these things and people are wearing them all the time. Um, so, so another story here is, uh, by WCCFTech.com. I don't even know how I found this one. Uh, Facebook will reportedly launch a $200 wireless Oculus VR headset next year. So it's way better than the crazy amount of money it was before, but I still think they should lower it down more. Um, but yeah, this is for a peripheral, like not even right. a game. <laughs> yeah, right. right. So the I'd upside to this, it's, yeah. um, I, I think it's in, it's in between a peripheral and a console. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, cause there are only certain games that will run on the Oculus. So mm-hmm. I guess you could say they're going both those directions, but wait, so now it, this, is this something you hook up to your computer? No, it's wireless. That's the cool thing about it. So there's no uh, no wires that you have to like cables or anything you gotta do what you do with the the Oculus Rift proper. Mm, so it, so it is then. I mean it's. it's I mean like it, 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 to something? it is yeah, it is a, no it is a peripheral. So it's you're running things off of your PC. You can't buy this and have a VR experience with just this if you don't have a PC. Oh, sorry. You're asking if it was completely independent. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's still tethered to the PC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The only um, the upside to it is that like it's um, that you don't have to have those big cords that you'd have to plug into the headset itself. So it's. Uh-huh. I, think, so, I think that's what I'm trying to say here. Well, the question <sighs> is like how long, like like we've seen those things, those like uh. Well, kind of like what the uh, SNES Mini is going to be. Mm-hmm. How long do we get that in like VR form, where you get like a headset with some games put in it and a controller, and it's well, a standalone thing? Well, there are some third-party like like companies that they're kind of like janky, you know, just looking little headsets. But there are a few companies like on Kickstarter that are trying to do that, trying to make it so that it's it's wireless. And everything is packed into the headset. So well, they have um, the, the stuff where you can slide your phone in, too. Right, that's true. But I think some, uh, I need to find the company, but there was one company that everything is built directly into the headset. Like all the hardware 
is everything is in the head. So that's all you got to do is just put it on and that's all you need. But, um, but yeah, you're right. There's definitely tons and tons of, um, the headset where you just slide your phone in there and you can do that. Those yeah. Incredible. Oh, I have but, a um, friend, my friend who, who gave me his old PC, who built himself a ridiculous VR rig said it's, He's like can't get enough of it. He says it's like hmm. it's like gaming Nirvana. He just loves it. But he did say that the only downside is the wires. So uh, this is probably the answer to that then. Uh-huh. So it might make him happy. I'm curious, did he is there any particular game he's excited for or is he just trying to or is he just doing everything? Trying all he's, he's just playing everything. Uh, he said Super Hot's really fun. Uh, I think he was excited for like Arizona Wasteland or whatever it was called, Arizona Sunshine. Um, but there's a ton of stuff on Steam right now that you know, ranging from contact demos to whatever I guess um, indie stuff. But there's enough to keep you busy if you have one, I guess. Resident Evil. I've been hearing that that's actually really fun in vr mm, the entire right. play in vr mm. so that if you about that, that. Sure yeah um okay so this next one a youtube video in hong kong they actually have set up a vr arcade where you go in there and they have little stations where you kind of like they strap you in and you put the headset on and they give you the controllers and they're using the oculus for that and i mean that's the start of something beautiful right there see that is what i want to see more of I was in a place like this on Pier 39 in the 90s, back <laughs> in that first awkward attempt at VR. Yeah, I remember there's a place in, uh, or there's a, uh, a scene in Hackers where the guy is in one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Fisher Stevens. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, this tech's been around for decades it's yeah. just we've been yeah. trying to figure it out for a long time now mm-hmm. we just didn't have the fidelity and mm-hmm. the like the tech just wasn't powerful enough and now we're there and now we're like doing it some Happy. holodeck shit yeah we're getting there um almost are, there. Are there are the platforms they're standing on like treadmills some of them are it depends on uh like this one thing on kickstarter which i think it's released now it's like there's this big like track pad thing that you stand on, and as you run and move, it, the the bottom kind of like runs with you or something. So it's there's like a whole bunch of kinds of different sets you can get, not mm-hmm. cheap, which is why it's better to get this stuff set up in a center. But you can definitely buy an entire rig and everything. It's crazy some of the stuff out there, haptic suits and gloves, and you can just. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking 90s again. That's what it is. It's just... Haptic <laughs> so, suits. Yeah. Just uh, set me up with that uh, Sonic Runner. Let me get that cardio <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm a, next time you guys see me, if I find something like that, next time you guys see me, I'm going to be skinny as fuck. <laughs> be fucking emaciated. Uh, They're like, jumper cables, what happened? Sonic. Sonic. <sighs> I am become Sonic the Hedgehog. He's... He's now blue for some reason with spikes on his I'm, back. I'm covered in blue body paint with like red sneakers. Jesus. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, well, so that's all the BR news we got. But I, it makes me happy that we're kind of slowly going in the direction where we're starting to see more of these little centers and areas set up so we can just enjoy it without having to spend an arm and a leg. 
right. Uh, next next story here by GameSpots. Uh, PS5 to launch in 2019 and will be another half step. It says analysts, our favorite analysts. Can you guys guess who? Pac-Man. Yeah. He actually is my favorite analyst. Um, I don't know if I agree. I, you know, I feel like I'll I'll give it to him. Like I I want to say that it's too early, but it's only 2017 now. And mm. by the time 2019, 2020 rolls around, they'll probably will announce it again. Um, and I guess it it wouldn't surprise me if it was another quote unquote half step, which is weird because what he's predicting here is basically just um, a more powerful console that's just backwards compatible. Um, yeah, I just. I mean, 4K, of course, by then, a lot more people will probably have that. So but I, what else can you add to it? I mean, well, I mean, at that point, you know, this this shit just it rolls over so fast, like things just keep looking better and better and you need more and more power. So, um, you know, that's in three or in three or four years, we'll probably be ready to. And I guess it, it makes sense um, that they wouldn't just abandon everything they've built with the PS4. Um, and then I guess they would I guess that still would mean that they would be supporting like brand new PS5 games playable on the PS4 possibly Um, I don't know if it says if he's predicting whether um, PS4 owners will be locked out of this PS5 but um, yeah I don't know I wouldn't be surprised if we hear something by then. It's not really a uh, outlandish thing to guess. Yeah, I mean, 4K backwards compatibility. Like we said, this will it support 240 frames per second? Who knows? But it's just, uh, I'm just trying to think. Of what else besides just making it more powerful can you add to a console? I mean, we all know Nintendo just goes nuts with theirs, and they think way outside the box to the point where they need to come back in yeah. the box. But well, um, what can they do? Well, I mean, the I, maybe he's joking about the the high frames per second, but if you if you can like render shit like that, then you can support like you could have all your games be 3D, like have them all be compatible with 3D TVs. Um, That's true. I don't know if they're even because I guess at that point like refresh rates in 4K TV I don't know I would assume that 4K TVs are you know they're like the latest and greatest so why wouldn't they be able to handle the refresh rates of required for 3D as well so yeah I mean I'm I'm sure they're able to but uh, I, I don't know I don't see them marketed that way no but I would like to see Sony push more. I really got to try that PS PS now thing, push more and get the cloud stuff working more so they can, you can do the streaming stuff and maybe push more in that direction or just, I'm sure there's more stuff they could do or heck, you know, just do what the switch is doing. I would love to be able to play PlayStation games portal, you know, a portable way. I mean, I think the big two doing this kind of half step step stuff is you're kind of seeing them 
you know, kind of hit that wall a little bit where they're kind of realizing, okay, at a certain point, like what is going to be mm. our unique thing? Like it can't just be graphics no. anymore because I can only go so far. And then, you know, uh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. And I mean, the Xbox, they can just do the same thing. So what, you just want to kind of get into another another match with just, oh, my graphics are better. Uh, yeah, I can, who knows? I, I'm sure they'll think of something. And 4K, I mean, when 4K came out, I really didn't think it would be better than what we currently have with the 1080p stuff and all that. And it does look way better. I went to Best Buy and I wanted to hug the TV. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's beautiful. Oh my God. They had like a bunch of soccer videos playing and a, animals yawning and whatever. But the fact is, it just, it looks so amazing. And they had some games playing on there too. I wanted one so badly. So there definitely is another jump in uh, quality for sure on that one. So maybe they'll push more in that direction. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to hear you hear from you, Mr. Pactor. It's always nice. Okay, and we got another article by GameSpot. Uh, Kingdom Hearts director Tetsuya Nomura. Nomura? Nomura. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the videos are the Kingdom Hearts videos are playing. Uh, um, so <laughs> the director explains why it's taken so dang long for the game to come out, and totally, totally legit reason here. The midway through the production of the game, the he said this was completely above his head. He couldn't, he didn't have mm-hmm. a say on this one. They switched the entire game over to Unreal Engine Four, mm-hmm. which then they had to basically kind of just scrap everything. And kind of redo it to work with a new engine, which took many a year oh, and yeah. all that stuff. They're so basically having to start over. Yeah, so can totally understand why it has been taking so long because that is not an easy thing to do. You are literally just starting from the very, very beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And it seemed like he was frustrated with that too. Like he didn't. Yeah, he, he, made, <laughs> he, 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 he made no qualms <laughs> about this, like not being his fault. It's like, yeah. nah, man, it was the company. Screw them. <laughs> so it, it happened it wasn't to me, and it wasn't my team. <laughs> so it happened to Kojima with um, the goddamn with Metal Gear Solid Four. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was developing that game to be on a much more powerful system than what the PS3 actually ended up being. Oh, um, so they basically had to redo their whole engine. Oh, right. Yeah, see, it's even harder when you're the one making the engine because you have to, like, really redo everything. At least if it's a third-party engine like Unreal, they kind of have taken care of all the tough, the really nuts and bolts for you. But if you're building your own engine, you're the one that has to change all the nuts and bolts. And you got to get in there mm-hmm. and just, that's, that, oof, Probably that must not have been fun. Why he didn't do it uh, after he lost the Fox engine. Yeah. Uh, it was cool that they were adding things to the Decima engine once they got that from uh, the uh, those fucking guys. I forget yeah, their but names. It's, but it's not an easy thing to get past. Um, but also, too, another article, another similar article here, too, was uh, that I do like this. That they said in this game, they are not going to be focusing so much on the Disney theme worlds. 
which so I guess they're going to be pushing more in a Final Fantasy, maybe Star Wars, maybe I guess Marvel. Would they do Marvel? Oh crap, they could do Marvel. Yeah, they that could just hit Marvel. me. They could oh, do Marvel and they could do Star Wars. They can do them both, and those could be huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Said, well, they said they were doing less uh, worlds, but bigger worlds. Yeah, so I'm looking at Toy Story right now. That, hmm. The trailer looked really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have a bone to pick with that. With like, you're gonna announce Toy Story and have it be the Japanese dub. That was weird. Um, that was strange. It is I, weird, I but it also if... makes me it makes me wonder if they're gonna be able to get. Tim yeah. Allen and Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Oh Hanks, yeah, but say, yeah. but you know, in like the mm. direct-to-video shit, they they usually get Tom Hanks's brother, who actually sounds <laughs> like exactly like Tom. He's actually the toys when you if you go to the, like Toys R Us and squeeze the toys. It's not Tom Hanks. It's actually his really? brother. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh god, I didn't know that. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you get a good enough sound alike. I don't care as long as it isn't too out. The, as long as the voice isn't too off. As long as it's not a Gilbert Godfrey is Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. Or Bobcat as Woody. Troll and Jimmy and beyond. <laughs> oh, that's pretty neat, though. I So does that mean that maybe at some point we'd see the Avengers in the game? Have Wolverine fighting Luke Skywalker? I don't have a problem with that. I don't know about Wolverine fighting Luke Skywalker, but like definitely like a lightsaber keyblade and fucking, you know, I want to see what Sora's Avenger outfit is. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, really cool. have to be all from the movies, so probably not Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> the Hulk fighting Chewbacca. You know you want it. Come on. You know you want it. I want that. Oh, that'd be beautiful. A little bit of Jar Jar. Okay, um, what we got next here? Oh, so a tiny bit more news on Atari's new console uh, by The Verge. They released, I guess, some designs or mock-ups on... I didn't, it wasn't very clear. Was it a design or a mock-up? I'm not sure. No, it's a, it's not the actual game. I, uh, excuse me, the actual design. I think it, these were just mock-ups that they have for what the consoles could eventually be it most definitely is going to have an old school atari look and feel to it that's mm-hmm. what they did uh-huh. say um now they did say it's going to play lots of the um old classic games but it also play a lot of them a lot of the modern games that are out now so which kind of worries me so you're just going to be just like every other console then i mean i'm not really sure how they're going to be able to compete with that then if it's just i don't know if it i don't know if it said the modern games it said it will play current content sorry yeah it seems like like that means like shit they're gonna like make for it that's how Mm. i took it but who knows what the hell that means yeah uh there wasn't Mm. enough here for me to get off of my wait and see policy with this yeah, um, they're really dragging ass on like announcements with this thing, and I, definitely no one cares. I don't know yeah. why they're not just saying what the hell it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if they had something big to say, they would have said it by this point. Yeah, well, 
There's Gamescom. Well, I don't really think they're going to. Uh, no, I don't think they're going to say anything. Gamescom is like in August, so I don't. I don't think they're going to say anything. Maybe next E3 they'll actually show something real. Uh, I would just hate for this thing to come out and all it is is just another place to port existing games to. I mean, instead of just. Uh, yeah, they, you're right. They need to start. <laughs> they need to start saying more. This is mm-hmm. not. I mean, uh, maybe they're thinking if we just start, you know, we're Atari. Everyone remembers Atari. Maybe if we just start leaking out little tidbits here and there, we can just we'll just ride the whole Atari name and people will love us and remember us and want to buy us. That name yeah. has deteriorated. Let me just mm. if anyone was uncomfortable <laughs> saying that, let me just say it. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's jump on to the next story here. Mm, a little bit of gamblings. So by VentureBeat, Doodle Jump, yes, Doodle Jump bounces into casinos as a gamble. Oh, don't gamblefied game. What? what Their stupid it? marketing. So, what's a mm-hmm. Doodle Jump? Yeah, I don't know what that is either. It was a very popular uh, mobile game where all you would do is you'd have to kind of like um, you just push the button. No, actually, don't push anything. It just he slowly bounces up on these different little platforms. And if you miss a platform, you fall down and the game's over. So it's perfect type of gambling game where you just kind of keep going up and up. And if you miss a platform, I guess you lose real money or earn real money. Yes. And the, the higher you go, the more you know points you get, the more items you get. Um, like you can get a jetpack as you reach a certain point and it boosts you up higher. So, yeah, you can. Um, that is pretty much that game. And I guess... It's perfect setup for if you want to for gambling. I mean, I guess it's not that much of a surprise considering uh, the last time I think I was in Reno. I mm-hmm. went to the arcade looking for like fighting games and you know like House of the Dead and shit like that. And outside of the usual set of ticket games, it was like um, Infinity Blade. And, I think I saw oh, yeah. Ninja. There was like all these mobile games on giant mm-hmm. touch screens and like, <laughs> oh, that's bizarre. I'm, yeah. I'm old. Well, Times have changed. Well they, well, they had like a Dave and Buster's. Yeah, they had that same setup as well, where you you know they have all these mobile games on all these big screens everywhere. No, it's becoming a very popular thing to do that. Like at the movie theaters around here, um, in the small little rooms that they try and pass off as an arcade. They'll just literally have the big screens and you just tap and play mobile games. That's pretty, yeah, that's becoming a very popular thing, supporting mobile games so the big screens. Um, so it's, but. Just like hey, that show with Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all for having different ways. Like some casinos have experimented with, I think it was in Vegas, uh, where you could play the, the game where you throw the ball in the basket. Uh, and you can get money from that too. So, or games of skill, as they're calling it. So they've been experimenting with this type of thing for a while. And if they're just, if you can walk into a casino and there are no slot machines, no blackjack tables, no roulette, any of that kind of stuff, but instead you have Tekken over there, you have Doodle Jump over here, and you have all these different games set up, um, and that's the game I you can play. I want to play can we as, long as, it's an, as long as it's an actual machine of Tekken and not like a. Pa- patchy slot version <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean, I'd actually like to try some pachinko I'd like to mm. not have to go to Japan to do it uh, that being said I, I'd kind of like both 
because I, I do kind of like playing blackjack, and slot machines can be uh, pretty chill, especially since, you know, I'm usually playing them on low, low, low money to get drunk. Yeah. That I mean, could be interesting if it was like I was playing Tekken and making bets on my fights, and other people mm-hmm. could bet on the fights. Yeah, I'd be sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I'd be sitting there betting on Tekken matches rather than you know UFC and boxing. Mm-hmm. That would see, that would be cool. I would I would like that. I mean, if they were well, they can be games can be rigged. I mean, on esports, yeah, there's yeah, collusion uh, is like an off and on problem with um, fighting games in particular. Yeah, but I mean, if they can do it right, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, of course, you know they. You could have the top floor in the casino be, you know, the blackjack and casino, you know, all that slot machines at the bottom floor. That's where you have all the arcade machines and, you know, your people are, you know, just screaming and making bets against the two esports players in front of them. I don't know. This is be cool. I would I would like that a lot. Is, Make that's the direction. Of pinball it. scores. <laughs> Smash Brother fights and do like time I got 10 on Star Fox. House of the Dead and- Ooh, see, yeah, that that could be fun, stuff like that. Um, So who knows where that's where that's going to go? Hopefully we'll see more of it. All right. So last story Uh, in Shanghai, Shanghai Mall (laughs) by Destructoid. Shanghai Mall lets wives leave husbands in gaming pods. That's a a title. So so Um, basically the way our parents would leave us in GameStop back in the day. Yeah, but these are like little tiny little. These are tiny glass pods where people have, you know, you have a screen chair. You know, this looks awesome. (laughs) See, it looks kind of, I think they should just make an arcade, though, because the the pods make you feel like you're on display. Yeah, (laughs) it does look like a punishment booth. That's like the only thing. It looks (laughs) like. Look at my shameful husband. He couldn't to go shopping with me. It looks like your public chair. It does have a nice chair, although maybe it's like soundproof. (laughs) That's probably what it is. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, the guy again, in the pic- there's not enough pods. I think you want to like set aside uh, um, like a store shaped area and make it like an arcade, or at least arcade size, and put more pods in it. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's just two, then there's gonna be a line. <laughs> well, I don't know. Looking at this picture, there's no line. Just one depressed guy in a glass pod. It doesn't look very happy. It's like, oh. yeah, yeah, probably because his wife's going to go spend all his money. Oh, okay, Lionel. Yeah. Um, well, it, might I not, would, it might not just be his wife. It might be his kids, too. I still do. I just don't want it to be glass. It does look like you're being put on display here. I Maybe. maybe Sorry, have I just like, realized how bad that, bad that sound. They're yeah, that's why. It, yeah, that's why I said. <laughs> to be yeah. clear, they're married. Their finances are joined now. <laughs> um, interesting idea. I don't know if that would do well in America. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, people would use it. It's, it's just very strange. It feel, I feel it feels like not thought out. <laughs> it's almost like someone who had never heard of an arcade before was like, what if there was yeah. some place I could go to play video games alone <laughs> while my wife shopped? Yeah, that's how you know they've never been to it because it's specific to them. It's specifically a grown man not trying to hang around while his wife tries on clothes. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, wait, did they say what games are in there? Oh, Tekken. Okay, me playing. Wait, no, it's just it's just saying Tekken. It's like, um, it, it listed a couple. Of, I think they said like some '90s games or some shit. '90s games <laughs> like Tekken. Yeah. That's not bad. I play that stuff. Cool. Uh, all right, those are all the stories we have for tonight. Uh, let's move on to final thoughts. Final. What did you learn tonight? Um, I learned that I want to be Geese Howard when I grow up. A white, uh, blonde man who's all well, muscular. I, I like the muscular part. Actually, if I had hair, dyeing it blonde might be interesting. Uh, <laughs> Golden Lord! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily need to be a white dude. I could be, I could be black geese. I could be black exploitation <laughs> geese. Um, <laughs> fighting games are doing good, and that makes me happy. Me too. Um, mm. Arcades might see a return. That also makes me happy. Um, I might get hate mail for that wives spending their husband's money comment, and that doesn't make me happy. No, you won't. Yeah, yeah no, no one, one will listens. care. <laughs> well, no one would care, but also, yeah, no one listens. <laughs> Um, I'm actually I'm like really shocked. Well, maybe I shouldn't be shocked. I knew fighting games were really big, but I just didn't know how big they were. And after seeing some of that Evo stuff, good mm-hmm. lord, I guess they are becoming insanely popular, especially with esports stuff getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's yeah. good because we were a little worried a few years back. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. concerned. Yeah, because we're like I, no fighting games coming out. I didn't play it, but thanks, uh, Street Fighter 4. Yeah, yeah Street Fighter 4 had a big helps. hand in it. I wasn't the biggest fan of it either, but mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for getting people pumped and getting people in it. Mm-hmm. You know what we need again? Is, and I was, I heard a, I think it was a Kendrick song the other day, and I was like, you know what? This sounds like it needs to be in the background while I'm creating a dude in Fight Night. Uh, there's, yeah. there's no more fight night. Yeah, we know uh, that. I mean, they, they released some UFC games, but that's not the same. It's going to take a while for them to like reach the same level of character as fight night. Mm-hmm. Because, Maybe because I mean, fight night is like the spiritual successor to Knockout Kings, which was a probably a successor to something else. So it's it's been cultivated over a long period of time to become this like really cool stylish uh, boxing game and we need more of that in sports games and i mean we've already got a bit of that in the fighting games well may I, maybe after that that amazing ufc fight that's going to be coming up they'll oh, bring oh, back the Joe, whole fight night I, I figured <laughs> out it's it's not a ufc it's a boxing match that's what, what? i thought yeah, that makes oh more my sense. God. It's it's McGregor boxing with Mayweather, in which case what McGregor's the? gonna fucking oh. die. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's gonna what die, <laughs> or he'll oh voluntarily try and kick him or grapple him. <laughs> I've heard people joking about that. Like, wouldn't it be funny if he like at the start of the match he just like jumps, spin kicks him, or does like a flying knee <laughs> or arm bars him? Yeah, and then that's and he's immediately 
he's done. That's it, man. Okay, that makes more. Well, actually, none of it makes sense. They should well, be see, fighting it, each other it, to begin it's, with. But it's still dumb. It's just dumb in the other direction. <laughs> yes, the stupidity has shifted. I love it. Oh my god, it's great. Thank you, thank you for putting it that way, Joe. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, America. Well, um, get ready for thirty seconds of comedy. Those who've ordered that fight. <laughs> when is true. it? August, I think. I think it's in August. Um, huh. I'm definitely going to watch that because it's one pop in the face and he's down. That's I'm all not, it's going to take. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I well, it, watch it for free. I might check it out, but I am not paying well, for it, it. You know, Lionel, you, don't, you seriously don't even have to pay for it or do any of that stuff because like seconds after it happens, it's going to be all over YouTube. Yeah, Twitter, yeah, all the live be, streaming stuff, Facebook, well, everywhere. I want. I don't want to read it as a Twitter thing. I want gifts, and I'm sure oh, there the will be of, gifts. And I'm sure the length of this fight will encompass one webm webm b webm d whatever. Mm. Well, there will be one. Trust me. Uh, all right, Mike. How about you? Any final thoughts on this? Um. Yeah, fighting games. I am happy. I want to see who the next character is. Harada-san, get your team on board and give us fucking Lei and Anna and I guess Julia. It can be Michelle. Isn't she dead? No, she's just older. Yeah, well, I don't know. We can have an older woman in a fighting game. And Bayek! And yeah, an older man for that matter. Like, like we've got too many back. like little girl characters. Give me some grown women, mm. please, and some yeah. old ones, <laughs> some grandpas. There you go. Um, I mean, I we've got also, so many um, like elements from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe you can just bite the bullet and put an actual wrestler in the game. Is a uh, Blaze Blue was also very popular at Evo as well. That was uh, yeah, being played. They, um, like, I think there's like a new character, and there's also going to be a Blaze Blue crossover game. But I think that's with, a crossover with like anime characters and shit. Okay, yeah, that game's growing in popularity as well. Maybe do you guys think we'll see another Soul Calibur anytime soon? Because it's been a while, hasn't it? Um, yeah, it's been a while. The fifth one, they kind of went more for, like, the hardcore online fighting thing and kind of cast aside the story element. Um, I'd be fine. I kind of, like, if they do bring it back, I kind of hope it's either, like, a reboot or a spiritual successor more than trying to revive the game as is. Mm. Maybe they can do a, you know what, no, it'd be perfect, a dream match game. They just bring in everyone... Don't worry about story. Don't worry about why everyone's here. Just, just bring them all in. Everyone, every single possible character. Yeah, even dead characters. Yes. Just bring them all in. Oh. Who gives a fuck? Cool. Cool. Uh, for me, I I never thought I would say this, but I'm actually kind of excited for VR stuff. More specifically, the VR arcade stuff and just having center set up. Because that way I can go in there, experience my VR Mario Kart, and never leave. I will have a chamber pot. I will never leave. 
Mm-hmm. I love me some Mario Kart. I'm actually did really you, good at that uh, game. Get so. you a composting toilet. Did you say yes. pod? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that is, but I'm picturing yeah, a lot of dookie. It's, it's a it's a VR pod with a chamber pod equipped. You hit a button and it collects the duke. I thought that's what you just uh-huh. said. <laughs> he meant chamber pot, but I like this chamber pot idea. What's a chamber pot? Yeah. Um, Chamber it's, pot? It's <laughs> what people would poop in in the dark ages. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you're going to hang yes. out in, Joe? Yeah, man. Don't have to go anywhere. They had those in the hospital, too. I mean, it's not... They're plastic, though. You just kind of bedpan or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. I don't know. yeah, the modern-day equivalent is a bedpan. <laughs> <laughs> you learn something new every day. All right. Um... That's if yeah. you oh, That's and like also, if you literally can't get out of the bed, though, since hospital rooms normally have their own toilets. It's true. Just put it in my hand and throw it at her. <laughs> You're not <laughs> <Or> a him, <laughs> Joe. You're a human uh, being. Am I, though? Am I? Uh, um, and also, Kingdom Hearts 3. It's finally happening. Wait, wait, isn't, oh. isn't isn't the date here sooner than what we were initially told? You mean twenty eighteen? Yeah, I could have swore there was like when that first trailer came out, it was like further away. I what's the release what? date now? It's, uh, you're saying twenty eighteen? Yeah. No date, uh, like no um month or anything. So it could be yeah, the yeah, final no, month I, of 2018. Yeah, I, I know it was something longer because, like, I remember we were talking about it and we deduced that we'd be well into our 30s before it came out. <laughs> I remember we talking about that, yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, they, they could delay it again, but it's sounding like it may truly be 2018 at this point because they ported it. At least it seems like they've already ported everything over to the Unreal Engine. So now it's mm. just a matter of finishing the game. Yeah. That fight. Ansem or whatever the fuck his name is once and for all. Yes. How many versions of that guy have we fought? There's so many. many. Yeah. Uh, No, (laughs) though they might as well put him in too. The Cheers world. (laughs) (laughs) Sora walks in and everyone applauds. Hey, yeah. it's Goofy! Woody! Frazier, I think you've had enough, Donald! <laughs> Goes in the Frazier. Frazier's the boss. Why? Yeah, he's the boss of that world. Why isn't there a game like that where you just visit all the old sitcoms? Ooh, oh that'd be cool. No, do, no you, gotta do a, you gotta do a Telltale game like that. You have a conversation, and it's like, Elaine will remember that. Oh man! Fucking Connor busts in and tries to kill you. Oh god! <laughs> oh yeah, Seinfeld the Telltale game. Ooh. I'd play it. Oh. The final confrontation is like a racially charged uh, thing between you and Kramer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He brings uh, up all the bad stuff you did over the course of the game is the reason why he thinks you should hang. Jeez. Um, ooh, you can visit the Sanford and Son world. I'd like that. <laughs> ooh. I'd never leave. Big dummy. You know, big dummy. I mean, I, 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 mean for- I mean, let's be real, you guys. I'm already Red Fox. 
I, I forgot to to mention that. Um, I guess because it's not a game, but I finally started watching my Sanford and Son UMDs. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I know, know UMD. Shut Pretty up. good. Awesome. Big dummy. Don't leave me. Big Lonely. dummy. I'm, I'm coming, Elizabeth. There you go. See? <laughs> Can't forget that. Oh, man. Can't That's remember. a classic. Joe, Joe, do you remember the friend of um, the, the, the name of uh, uh, Fred's buddy? Kelly? Was it? Oh, shoot. The, I can't the white what guy? His name is. No, no, no. It's it's another black guy. Another oh. old black guy. I haven't made it that far yet. He's kind of dumb. Lamont. <laughs> Lamont's kind of dumb. They're all kind of dumb. <laughs> Not very bright. Lamont's well, make schemer. Funny. I love Lamont. <laughs> <laughs> Lamont. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, I oh man. it, Pop. I lost some money in Vegas. <laughs> mob guys are out for my kneecaps. Pop, you big dummy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you were born at the wrong time, Lionel. Um, <laughs> no, like I said, it's fine. I'm just going to turn in the Red Fox once I turn 70. His stand-up was awesome. I loved his stand-up. His I have never seen good. his stand-up. He, I don't he is a very, very vulgar man. He's oh, yeah, old. I bet. Yeah. So, so like, how far are we talking here? Are we talking 80s Eddie Murphy, or was he able to keep pace Ooh. with Richard Pryor? Ooh, uh, huh. You know, I, ooh, I don't know. I got, I think I need to go back and watch some more now just to get a, a vibe. Ne- ne- never mind Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor was raw. Y- yes, that man was something special. Oh, uh, boy. Um, okay, this? I think that's. Was that Richard Pryor running down the street? David Chappelle. I still need to watch that. Those comedy specials. I haven't done that yet. Uh, all right. You have me dying. Enough black comedy. Yeah, I'm, my final words. Thank God for prisons. Okay. That was your um, Listen to us on SoundCloud and oh, Facebook yeah. and Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everything. Find us on Twitter at NAGP Returns and uh, Lionel's Your Show thing, my bobber. Yeah, if you want to talk about anime, cartoons, and other things that will not get you laid, you can head on over to at (laughs) Connect on Twitter. Uh, Uh, Time that this comes out, we'll have finally gotten back to Airmaster. Yes, yes. Good old... Oh, there, master. Lots of legs. Um, Those legs are mine, Joe. Mike. <laughs> I know. They're all for you. Mike, how about your show or more info on where to find you? It's called Hyper 90s Zeitgeist Breakdown. Sweet. <laughs> the end. <laughs> all right. All right. We's done. Don't forget to wipe your butt. Hyper 90s on Twitter. There we go. Yeah, boy. Waiting for that finishing move. You better yeah, that delayed finish. You think you've mm-hmm. won, but you're already dead. You got some stuff dribbling out your butt. Yeah, get the man pond going. Yeah. What? Black. That's not a thing, is it? Please tell me that's not a thing. <laughs> that's how you keep the stuff from dribbling out your butt, Joe. 
What the hell? Yeah, 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 man. You roll up like a couple of some bunch of tissue or some paper towels, and you like uh, kind of like wedge it between the cheeks. Ah. Uh. You've been eating too much fruit or something? Why would you no, need that? That was, not, that was not me. That was pioneered by the late Big Black. Ah. Uh, uh, the man pond? I will, yeah. I will never stick that up my ears. I'm not doing that. Yeah.